Rewind is brought to you by Press Play to Continue and recorded in the great city and state of Austin, Texas, also known as the live music capital of the world. It is written, produced, and edited by me, Corey Latimer. Now, if you'd like to show your support by keeping Press Play to Continue weird, head on over to my Patreon at pressplaytocontinue slash patreon.com. I sincerely thank you for your time, your love, and your generosity of showing me. Let's me know I'm actually going down the right path in life. Thank you. Now, on to the show. It's a Friday night in 1992. You want to go to your local video store and you beg and plead with your parents to take you and your siblings. They decide to eventually give in to your puppy dog eyes and take you. On the way there, you discuss on what to get. Your parents give you the nod to pick out one video game of your choosing. Just one for the weekend. You attempt to sway them by asking for a second but you quickly zip your lip when they look at you with their berating eyes as if to tell you no without actually telling you no. Your whole family enters the video store and you run directly to the game section. While your family heads towards the movie section, see, that's the thing about being in a family mostly full of women. You get to enjoy your own video game all weekend long without having to share. Or, so I thought, in this case, not so much. You come across a new Mario game that requires a mouse. Wait, a, a mouse? No, not like the rodent, but the optical extension to a computer. As you flip the SNEX box in a perplexed way, you begin to realize that this is more than just a video game. It's a creative outlet. Aside from being a basic drawing utility, Mario Paint allows the creation of custom stamps, pixel by pixel. Nintendo Power released guides on how to create iconic Nintendo-related stamps for use within the game itself. In addition to just creating static pictures, simple looping animations can be set to music created in Music Generator. These custom animations can only be viewed on a TV screen and can be only recorded to a video cassette recorder. Yes, that was very true at that time, but, I mean, it is 2020, people. Our technology has vastly surpassed these analog days. Now, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed all the goofy noises that meshed with the stamps that were provided within Mario Paint. And, yes, I enjoyed making obnoxious pictures with my sisters and friends, I loved it actually more than anything that I can actually ever know. But there was one little icon that stood out even amongst all the zany things that take place in Mario Paint. And that is the actual coffee cup icon. And within this icon, people, you find a little hidden gem. So it's pretty much a game within a game, in a sense. I, for one, was uh, pretty much oblivious to it until someone actually showed it to me. Uh, the game within the game, like I just stated, was called Nat Attack. That's G-A-N-A-T, Nat Attack. <laughs> um, like, a, like an insect. 
which is a fast-paced action game that takes full advantage of the mouse peripheral. The player controls a gloved hand, similar to the one seen on the title screen, holding a fly swatter, in a sense. Um, it must uh, swat flies and insects on the screen itself. Before the insects sting the player's hand in one way or the other, there are three levels, which I was actually unaware of until I started researching about this game more. Each has 100 different insects and a boss. When the final boss is defeated, the game returns to level 1 and adds a small icon in the top left corner of the screen. There is no, no final level or reward or anything like that, as the game will inevitably loop endlessly. So the title screen for Mario Paint, this is kind of cool actually, um, there's like an, another like, a game within a game in itself. So in, in a sense, if you really think about this, there's kind of three separate ways of playing Mario Paint in a sense. They're all kind of like little side side games in a sense. Uh, but yeah, another little Easter egg. Um, by the way, the term Easter egg in the video game industry is described as like a, like a message uh, or an image or a hidden feature within the game itself. Kind of the same idea that also applies to movies or any other electronic medium. So each letter in the title can be clicked to trigger a certain action, which is kind of cool. Another thing too, <laughs> I have, let's see, I probably have counted, uh, just I want to, I always want to stop right here before I continue on with this podcast. I think I've counted probably four or five instances Within Press Play to Continue that I have promised you guys a Let's Play, and I have not done a Let's Play in a very, very long time. (laughs) Um, This game I am doing tonight. I've I've got to adjust it and sit down, and I probably, it won't be uploaded tonight, but it'll definitely, definitely, you have my promise on this, it'll be uploaded by the end of this week. Um, Mario Paint, so look forward to that by the end of this weekend, uh, or sometime this weekend is what I'm hoping for anyways, because like, uh, like I said in my past episodes, I do in fact have a real job that I gotta contend with, still. (laughs) But, to continue on with Mario Paint, um, like I was stating that, you know, an Easter egg, it's like has, you know, there's messages, like any, like, type of little hidden thing. Um, within within the game itself. So that's what it kind of much comes down to, in a sense. So each letter in the title can be clicked to, to trigger, actually, a certain action. So there's certain letters that cause the music to change, have Yoshi run across the screen, make Mario shrink and grow, and allow the player to temporarily paint the background, um, which is just ingenious, creative, all the above. It's just a really, really simple game and uh that's why i hold this game so close to my uh near and dear to my heart um i was glad i was able to actually find it um just here recently again i don't know what happened to my original copy and i'm very sad by the fact it could be up i almost want to say this game could be up in my uh i would have to ask my mom and dad but uh i almost want to say it could be up in the attic maybe along with my teddy rupskin now that is showing my age Absolutely. <laughs> if you don't know, uh, if you don't know what a Teddy Rupskin is, 
Um, actually, I was looking on the, the, the probably not too long ago. They were probably selling for like almost a thousand dollars, and like of course in the box, um, still brand new. But shoot me a message if you remember that little guy, uh, Teddy Rupskin. I think what the deal is behind that, what made it so innovative too. Now I'm really getting off on a side note here, but um, there you he could actually. I think you could put like a tape in him if I'm not mistaken. And you could hear him talk, which was, like I said, very innovative for his time. Um, Anyways, uh, going back to Mario Paint. (laughs) Going back to Mario Paint. Uh, But yeah. uh, Yeah, so like I said, um, yeah, pretty much the title screen, you you could almost, you know, make it in its own little way, like a little game. But the reception of the game was actually well-reviewed and well-sought-after. And like I said, I was very shocked by the fact that I was able to find this game yet again. Um, so I do have it. Uh, and like I said, I'm hoping to give you guys a Let's Play on YouTube here within the next couple of days. Is Crossing my fingers, that's what I'm hoping for. Um, but calling Mario Paint perhaps the most ingenious and inspired idea Nintendo ever came up with for products, all game, a gaming company, rated it five out of five stars. So in 2006, it was rated the 162nd best game on Nintendo system in Nintendo Power's top 200 game list. So that's, I thought that was pretty, pretty cool. Uh, IGN editor Pierre Schneider cited the game's smart and playful interface as a game changer in a and actually, I'm sorry, he commented that it effectively erased the barriers between creating and playing, making it one of the most memorable and unique games to ever be released on a console. So, trust me, you definitely, definitely should find a way to play this 1992 classic hit, uh, especially if you enjoy a creative way of thinking. Uh, like myself, I obviously do uh, a lot. So I, I wish I could relive the first time popping in this delightful canvas of a game yet again. Honestly, if, another thing, too, I've, I've thought about that, too, just with anything in life. I'm like, man, what, what would it be like to kind of like relive that moment? Uh, that's definitely nostalgia feeding into that most indefinitely. But um, my whole podcast is about nostalgia, so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I it just I've always thought that I'm just like, man, just reliving that moment. And another big one for me too. probably going back to that. I actually covered this this game as well. Obviously, as you can tell, I'm a big fan of Mario. So, uh, yeah, going back to Mario, Super Mario three, reliving that and uh, just playing that with my sisters and um you know, my parents being outside and just cooking. I always felt like, too, how nostalgia comes into play for me uh, in particular is it, it always felt like it just sets, like, in, in these moments that I'm always kind of, um, you know, directing y'all's way in a sense, it always felt like it always set in the summertime for some reason. Maybe because it's my favorite time of the year. I do like the summertime. I know it's hot. But 
you can do lots of activities outside, so that's why I like it. But <laughs> I'm definitely like contradicting myself in a sense because I uh, like I, like I just stated I'm I have, I'm playing all these video games and then I mean, probably later in the evening, of course. But um, yeah, definitely try to find a way. If you own a Super Nintendo, I do sort of. Um, now I, I just recently was able to get like a an upgraded Super Nintendo. In a sense, it's a Retron, uh, is what it comes down to, and it's able to play Super Nintendo games. And you can actually put it. Um, it's compatible with your high definition TV, so that's uh, one of the main reasons why I had to get it. I wanted to get it. I didn't have to, but I definitely wanted to. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, definitely if you can try to find a way to play it. I was, like I said, I was surprised I was able to even find the damn game. Um, but I'm glad I did, but yeah, you know, knowing you were always going to be, you know, in for a treat and a new experience each time you'd play this game. Mario Paint is clearly more than just a game. Clearly. It's an idea of simplicity and an innovative way of playing, honestly. Um, I mean, I don't know what else to say other than the fact that that's pretty much what it what it is, you know. This game always takes me back to simpler times in life, like I just stated, you know. And enjoying to play a game, just to play a game. Um, not to look for the next check mark or to find the next treasure chest in a, in a cave or whatever. But to create and apply any idea that crosses your mind and put it on your old analog TV and say, Mom! Dad, look, look what I just created, you know, that, that is something you don't get a whole lot nowadays with anything, um, sure, I mean, I mean, of course you can get like a pen and a piece of paper and clearly do it there, but there's no fun in that, <laughs> putting it on a TV screen, that's another thing too, like human beings are so like engrossed by the TV, you know, by watching something um, evolve uh, almost instantly, and that's that's what Mario Paint does so well. Um, so yeah, there you go. Um, not a whole lot more than, than I can say. Then, you know, other than doing that and then going directly into an intense round of gnat attack with your siblings, that's another thing too, just bouncing back and forth between being creative and then you're like, alright, I'm not, you know, I'm done with this for a little bit, I want to go into some gnat attack uh, and then you play that and uh, you're pretty much clicking constantly trying to swat those damn flies uh, it's a fun and it's a very addicting game, especially for 1992. Absolutely. Uh, there was obviously no cell phones around or not a whole lot to do. So this was kind of the, one of the first games, I feel like in my mind anyways, that was short but very addicting at the same time. Um, you didn't see that a whole lot. You would see video games, sure, but like I said, there was no short little see, see now in the mobile market or in the mobile space you have those games those short and very addicting like Flappy Bird for instance I don't know if you've ever heard of that game but that was 
that dude made like a millions and millions of dollars just because he made like a little quick game and people just started like constantly downloading it and playing it. Um, but that's what Nat Attack is about. I wish, honestly, that um, it could come to the mobile space, but I don't think it will because Nintendo tends to be very stingy with their games and IP, which makes sense. I mean, totally, but... And actually, I kind of take that back because Nintendo, I think they've come out with a couple of games actually in the mobile market. So who knows? Maybe my uh, dream will eventually come true. Not a whole lot more I can say other than the fact that uh, I appreciate you wanting to tune in and enjoy the simple and fun and creative ways of Mario Paint. You know, just like how am I trying to establish Press Play to continue Rewind. So, uh, I hope you enjoyed my take on a well-established childhood game. And always, 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 I can't say always anymore, <laughs> always be kind and rewind. Thank you. Rewind is a product of Press Play to Continue. The show is produced by me, Corey Latimer. You can find me on Instagram at Corey with an E-Y and my Snapchat, C-O-R-E underscore L-A-T-I-028. As you know, all things Press Play to Continue are fan-funded on Patreon at patreon.com slash pressplay to continue. I'm internally grateful for your time, your love, and your support. Thank you. Thank you.